ACLU. This is At Liberty. I'm Kendall Cheesemeyer. No way. I'm Kendall. It's Seesmeyer. <laughs> it's my turn to speak. It's my turn to shine. Okay. Sure. Take it away. I'm here for our third edition of ACLU Kids Takeover at Liberty. We talk to our parents about what they do at work and how they fight for civil rights and civil liberties. We also have some pretty hot takes about how they can do better at everything. Enjoy the show! What do you think my day looks like? Um, well, from what I've seen, it looks like a lot of meetings and a lot of paperwork. Maybe do meetings and read papers. Uh, sit on Zoom and talk about the law. <laughs> Very accurate. Um, well, we have like a running gag in our family where you just go type, 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 type. Yes, the but... joke is that I just <laughs> type on a computer. Do you know what the ACLU stands for? Yeah. American Civil Liberties Union. No. No? <laughs> what do you think it stands for? A Apple. A for apple. A Z for candy. C for candy. L for lion. L for lion. And U for umbrella. And U for umbrella. Yeah, that's a good guess. Tell me, what do you think mommy does at work? Uh, does a lot of boring stuff. <gasps> boring stuff? Well, do you think I have fun at work? Probably not. Emails, paperwork, and lots of meetings. I think they've got it. Don't be fooled by the silliness, though. These kids have a pretty good handle on the work we do here. Let's hear from Candy Richardson, Director of Communications and Community Engagement at the ACLU of Mississippi, and her eight-year-old. What do you think mommy does all day at work? I think you um help I think you help people and like um you like work with the press and like the news press and stuff and like um you you make sure people know about the ACLU and make sh- sure they know about um who you guys are and what you do. To help people. Good job. What, what do you think the ACLU does? I think you guys, um, hang on, let me think. Uh, <laughs> you protect civil liberties and civil, civil rights. That's right. We make sure that everybody gets treated fairly under the law. So right now at work, I'm working on a project, a storytelling project so that I can get the word out about a particular set of cases that we're working on. Remember mommy told you before that when people's rights are violated, we go to court and And you sue them. Exactly. You love suing people, don't you? Well, (laughs) we love protecting civil liberties and civil rights. And one of those cases is about some people who were treated unfairly by the police. So you're suing the police? Yeah, the ACLU is suing the police. Ah. 
And mommy's job is to make sure that that story gets out to the public so that other people who may need our help who have been mistreated by the police know that they can reach out to us, but also so that police officers know, and it's a warning to them that if they mistreat people or if there is police misconduct, then they'll have to answer to the ACLU because we're going to help people. Okay. Do you think it's important for people to know yes, about stories yes, like yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. One million times, yes. Why do you think it's important for other people to know about stuff like that? Because if they're treated unfairly, that's not fair. So they have to reach out to you guys and let them know what problem they're having, and then you can fix it. Right. We can try to fix it because everybody needs to be treated what? Fairly. That's right. So another project that I'm working on is working with one of my teammates at work to raise money so that we can hire another person to work for the ACLU of Mississippi. And that person will be solely responsible for helping people who have been discriminated against because of their race. Can you hire me? I cannot. You're not old enough, but maybe someday you can work for the ACLU. Okay, and I just want to say something else really quickly. Okay. So I will donate some of my money to ACLU. I think that would be great. So why do you want to donate to the ACLU? Because I, I think everyone should be treated fairly, and I'm just inspired by the ACLU, so I want to help them. Oh, wow. Okay, so you want to start with your allowance on Sunday? Yep. Wow, it sounds like we could have a future donor or even staff member on our hands. We love the support. And yes, we do like to say, we'll see you in court. Next, we have Abby Adams, Deputy Director of Foundation Relations, speaking with her 12-year-old. Okay, so what do you think the ACLU does? Uh, I think the ACLU prevents... I know it's about kind of like kind of like women's rights and the, like, the, what do you call it? Like, just like rights in general, like mm-hmm. ethnicity rights and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I don't really know a lot else of what they do that much <laughs> but I do know that they're that they're good that they're good I, I agree with you on that so yeah so my job specifically is to raise money for what the ACLU does by writing grant proposals basically grant proposals are like a letter that you write to convince people to give you money do you feel like it's easier to convince someone of something when you feel really strongly about it no you just gotta have a stronger um um, argument. <laughs> oh, oh, right. I remember you telling me that at some point you had to debate in school. Oh, yeah. And you had to take the opposite viewpoint of what you really believed, yeah. right? Like, if, even if you, like, let's say, I mean, let's just take lawyers, for example. Uh, which is, um, you know, which makes which sense. Which is basically because exactly what <laughs> yeah. um, uh, But basically, they're good at defending a case that, let's say, a, um, like, somebody committed a crime, like a very bad crime. Okay. Um, and just want to keep PG here, uh, but um, and then maybe somebody did a very small misdemeanor or something like that. Mm-hmm. They are gonna like try to help them equally, and will probably give an equal argument. But it sometimes doesn't make a difference. So mm-hmm. it can and it cannot make a difference. 
Yeah, I hear you. You know, there are a lot of, you know, that makes sense because there are a lot of ACLU lawyers who sometimes, for example, have to stand up for the free speech of people that they don't agree with at all. But they still have to work hard and, you know, do their best to uh, to plead their case, right? Do you have any questions for me about my work? Uh, is your office place, like, is every office place like the office? <laughs> like the office, like the yes, show? Yes, like the show. <laughs> um... I would say not every office is like that, but there are some aspects that are similar. There's always, um, you know, dynamics between different people who work together. I'm lucky because my boss is not like Michael Scott at all. <laughs> but, you know, I would say it's better than the office. It's good to hear that our office is rivaling the office. Maybe an ACLU workplace mockumentary should be in the works. Now let's hear from Ari Savitsky and his six-year-old, who you heard in our intro. I might just have some competition for my job. Do you know what I do at work? Uh, yeah, you fight for civil rights, and so you and so um um, and you make sure people of all colors and all cultures can vote. That's true. I have a question. Um, do you think that voting is important? Yes. Why? Um, so everyone can choose the right person because if not everyone is allowed to vote, um, not everyone has chance to share their ideas of who they want to vote. Hmm, I totally agree. Everyone should have a chance to express themselves and their, well, their ideas. Well, that's your job. You're already working on it. Yeah. Do you think that voting should be easy or hard? Oh, I think it should be easy to get a turn to vote. Mm. Everyone and should get a turn, right? The ACLU fights for civil rights and civil liberties. What do you think that means? Uh, I think it means uh, laws of the government. Yeah, but what do you think it means to have a civil... Like, what are civil liberties? I think it means that the laws of the government make people free. Yeah, well, that's... Those are two different words that make it together because liberty means free and civil means laws created by the government. I think that's right. Civil liberties are the freedoms that we have under our laws. And do you think that civil liberties are the freedoms that we have or freedoms that everybody should have or just some people? Everybody! And do you think that includes... Everybody! Everybody! Do you think that civil liberties includes being able to say the things that you believe, even if people disagree with you? Yes. Yes. Any other civil liberties that you can think of? Any other things that you think people should have the freedom to do? Um, eat candy all night and stay up late, even when you're, even even when you're a six-year-old like me. Yeah, I don't think that that's a civil liberty. Not okay. yet, anyway. Oh, fine. Not yet, but maybe we should add candy privileges and later bedtimes to our list of issue areas and work to make that happen. Next, let's hear from Corey Shapiro, legal director at the ACLU of Kentucky and his 10-year-old. What do you think I do? Um, well, I think my dad, what he does is he probably protects um, a lot of people's rights and um, in Kentucky, there, I know that there have been some bad things, and he, I think he just tries to work against them and protect people's rights. What do you think the ACLU overall does? 
Well, um, I always forget what the ACLU stands for, but um, I know it's something along the lines of civil because um, I think that everyone there is, um, I just really remember it, everyone there is um, always really nice, and I think they're just nice people trying to work against the wrongs in the world. Okay. Um what other questions do you have about what I do at work? I mean, I would think that um, if, if let's say, no one um, was really confident in... Okay, um, I would say, is anybody trying to... Is everybody working on the same thing? No, we all work on different things, and especially even the types of things we work on. So, like, I work on lawsuits, right? So we file cases in different courts to try and get a judge to say that rights have been violated. And other people work in the state house and lobbying and trying to get different laws to be passed or different laws not to be passed. And other people work to get to raise money for the ACLU of Kentucky. And other people work and do important work to make sure that things are working in the office. You know, one of the other things I do is make sure people have the right to speak out, right? Do you remember what, what right that is under? Um, freedom of speech or freedom of expression. Yep. And how would it make you feel if somebody said, oh, no, you can't talk about those things? I would feel like... There's just this secret that I have to keep, but it's not a secret. And it's just hidden inside me and no one can ever know about it. And I can't express that thought. And one of the other things I I sometimes work on is when we get complaints about books being taken out of the libraries or we're looking at school boards where they say you can't teach certain books. That's also something that I work on. How does how would that make you feel if, if a teacher said, oh, no, we can't talk about that book? Well, uh, I really, I love reading books. And especially if I got into those books and I liked those books that were banned or like just not expressed in discussions, I would feel annoyed because I think books are a great learning tool and some of them have the hidden messages and can improve your thoughts on the real world. And I think they're a useful tool. Book bans are so annoying. I agree. Next, we have Emerson Sykes, senior staff attorney at the ACLU's Speech, Privacy and Technology Project, and his nine-year-old, who came with feedback on one of our cases. Uh, what do you think the ACLU does? Uh, help save people who are in need of help. And are there any cases of mine that you know about or you want to talk about? The license plate case. Okay, so the license plate case, what do you want to tell me what you know about it? Uh, someone was trying to put a rude thing on their license plate and the court did allowed them to or something? So, yeah, some people have funny nicknames or funny words or jokes in the license plate. And someone wanted to put something on the license plate in South Dakota, but the government wouldn't let them. And the ACLU said that that wasn't fair and that they should be allowed to do it. 
uh, and we won. And so now they are allowed to do it. But this is not your favorite case of mine, huh? Didn't you think that we were got it got it wrong and that we actually shouldn't have rude words on license plates? Yes, I did. <laughs> what do you think the rule should be about license plates? I think it should be like nothing that would be offensive to a certain group of people or something, and like you could, it's okay to put like stuff that supports something, but not not something that like makes someone feel bad about themselves. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, it's not the most ACLU position, but I'm not going to argue with you. That's a pretty compelling argument. After all, we often say here that dissent is patriotic. Next, we have Tracy Griffith, director of the Racial Justice Program at the ACLU of Massachusetts, speaking with her 17-year-old, who has been involved in our work firsthand. Maybe you can tell me a little bit about what you think I do every day at work. For me, the first thing that comes to mind is you help people. The ACLU, they fight for everybody. Their job is to fight for people's civil rights. And you've been very involved in the Massachusetts, multiple Massachusetts communities, just trying to fight for people's civil rights and help with the issues. Okay, so what does that look like? Like, what kind of things do I actually work on? I know recently uh, we've been driving to Brockton every weekend for your BIPOC to the ballot box. Um, system, which was rather successful, getting a lot of new people registered to vote um, in a very diverse area that had elected official that just was not reflective of the community. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. So BIPOC to the ballot box was really aimed at a number of cities around Massachusetts that have recently become majority minority and other communities in which there were problems with policing and and things like that. And so we were working to figure out what the issues were um, in those communities. And you were out there with me for some parts of this. Yes, I was. So what was the experience like for you, talking to people, interacting with people? Uh, it was just cool because there was a lot of different people, on your, volunteers on our, on our team. And you, while you were the facilitator, I believe our success would not have been possible without them. You had people of all different creeds. And one of, one of the key things is, as we said, the that commun- Brockton community was, is a very diverse place. So having that diverse team allowed us to reach out more people that maybe they haven't been in the country very long. They speak di- different languages. And have, so having that diverse team helped that we were able to reach out to more people. Right. Very important, especially for a racial justice program, right? Right. So we talked a little bit about what I do, but what does the ACLU do? The ACLU fights for people's civil rights. They fight for everybody. They're the voice to the voiceless. Regardless of what the issue is, they will fight for you. Even if they necessarily do not agree with you, they fight for you. And they're there and they try to protect everyone's civil liberties. So what are some of the key civil liberties issues that you think are important to maybe your generation? Getting rid of a fervor of action. I'll be attending college next year, so it's all—it's just something that's been in my mind and a lot of my friends' minds, just just young people, because it's it's just a real shame that and that impacts pretty not only students of color but just the general like college admissions process and people with working at colleges. Absolutely right. What about some of the other issues? I know that you are seventeen now, so you will be doing something very special next year. That's right. I'll be voting in the presidential election next year. And that's very exciting because I just grew up always going, watching my mom fill out the ballot. And 
it's exciting that I will get to do that for myself next year. That is, yeah, I'm so excited about that too. I can't wait for you to have the opportunity to voice your vote. Exactly. That's excellent. Okay, well, thanks so much for taking the time. Now, go do your homework. <laughs> will do. It sounds like we've got an amazing family advocacy duo in the works here. Next up, we have Jessica Ahrens, Senior Policy Counsel at the ACLU, and her 12-year-old. What do you think your mom does at work all day? Uh, working on abortion rights. That's right. Yeah, very good. That's because you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I sure have. Um, what do you think the ACLU does? I think it does really important things for the rights of everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So as you mentioned, I work on abortion rights. I work on reproductive freedom, which is about ensuring everyone has the right to decide for themselves whether and when to become a parent and to um, have the families they want. Um, and raise, if they decide to have children, to raise them in dignity and, um, and to be able to decide what they do with their own bodies. That's yeah. great. Thank you. So what, what do you think about that? I think that's a pretty good and decent life decision. Well, thank you. What do you, what do you think it means to have reproductive rights and reproductive freedom? The right to choose your own path in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's what it means. Yeah. That's a really good definition. Thanks. Well, what questions do you have for me? Uh, why do you work at the ACLU? I work at the ACLU because I think the ACLU shows up to defend everyone's rights. Do you know about the Constitution? Yes, the U.S. Constitution. Yeah, so we defend our constitutional rights. What What do you think the Constitution is? Some may see it as a piece of paper. Others see it as a way to make sure that nothing gets taken th from them with unjust reasons. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to describe like it. Like your freedom of speech and your right to defend yourself. Okay, here's another question. Okay. Are you sure the ACLU isn't hiding anything from you? <laughs> Are you asking that because we just watched the X-Files? <laughs> it gave me the idea that the ACLU might be hiding something. Yeah, I don't think they're hiding anything from us, but it's always good to question authority and be suspicious and not always believe what the adults tell you, right? Very true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank Even though you're an adult mom. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Good point. Wow. Coming in hot with the hard questions. These kids don't hold back. That's for sure. Now let's hear from Carolyn Ehrlich, Senior Advisor and Regional Campaigns Lead for the ACLU's National Political Advocacy Department with her six-year-old. What do you think I'm uh, busy doing all day? Typing. Typing a lot, that's right. Why do you think I'm doing uh, all that typing and talking on calls? Uh, to make sure the government can't decide for families if they can have a baby or not. That's pretty close to what it is. You're right about that. That was pretty good. What type of questions do you have for me about my work? Uh, 
What's your favorite thing about your job? My favorite thing about my job is all of the really great people I get to work with because everybody I work with cares so deeply about this important work we're doing to protect our civil liberties and our civil rights, like the right to decide, you know, whether and when to become a parent. And it feels great to work with so many passionate, committed people, especially on such an important issue. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we finish up? Uh, there should be less work schmirk. There should be less work schmirk. I know what you mean. But we're doing such important things. We have to make sure we dedicate a lot of time to it. There should be more hangout time. More hangout time. I get it. I feel that. Well, thanks again for talking to me today about this. We've heard from a lot of the ACLU kids that what we really need to further our fight for civil rights and civil liberties is more fun. Ria Tapakomar, director of the ACLU's Women's Rights Project, has two seven-year-old twins who had some fun suggestions for us. How do you think I could make work more fun? By a kids-only water park, no grown-ups. Buy a water slide and make a candy station. You know, we kind of do have a candy station because we have a lot of free snacks at the office. It would be pretty fun to have a water slide at work. What about the snacks? What's your favorite snack we have in the office? The Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Love a good sugar cereal. What snack do you think we should get for the office that we don't have already? Pretzels. Pretzels. Obviously. Obviously. Or you could get for... If you, like, win a case or something, you get pizza. Ooh, if you win a case, you get pizza. Pizza party for Supreme Court victories. I think the promise of pizza parties could really spice things up during a Supreme Court term. I'll pass that on to our legal team. Last, but certainly not least, let's hear from Hannah Schwartz, Associate Director of Gift Planning at the ACLU, along with her five-year-old. What do you think... Me, your mom, mm-hmm. does it work all day? You raise, you raise money, and and so you so in in money that is that it then money that is so there that is through there after the person dies and help they you collect they they get the money and they turn it to they see how it's you so they see how you can get working and and so so you know, so when you raise money, people can be free. That's right. And what do you think the ACLU does? Respends money, res, respends money, so the people can, so the people can be free. That's right. So all day long, I call people, and I ask them to include the ACLU in their plans for the future. Do you ever think about the future? Quite a lot. You do? What do you think about that? Well, I would think that I could go to real Legoland. Those Lego things were just fake, and those Lego people were just costumes. So I'm going to go to a a real Legoland that has real Lego people and real Lego stuff. That, That is very interesting. Do you think that in the future everyone will be free? Yes. Yeah? Is being free a good thing? Yes. And is being able to vote a good thing? Yes. Do you remember when we went voting? 
And I remember when I voted at pre-K for Oreos and jelly chip cookies, and Oreos win. And Oreos wins. You heard it here first, folks. When Oreos are on the ballot, we win. It's that simple. I love that the excitement for voting is alive at the pre-K polls, and I hope you make it to Legoland soon. Thanks so much to all of our ACLU kids for bringing joy to our lives and keeping us in check. It sounds like we've got our work cut out for us in the new year. And as always, thanks to you all for listening. We'll be back next year with more new episodes. I hope you enjoy the other people that that did this that did this podcast too. Happy holidays. ACLU is amazing. They do lots of things. Like good like things or bad things? And good things. <laughs> typing, typing, typing. And then some more typing. All right. Don't cut me off now. I am going to cut you off. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to At Liberty wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review the show. We really appreciate the feedback. At Liberty is a production of the ACLU, produced by me, Kendall Seesmeyer, and Vanessa Handy. This episode was edited by Carrie Daniels. Until next year, stay strong. <laughs>